I was doing the dishes when I realized I was going to be all right. It was March 1977, and my life was in turmoil. I was about to turn 32 in my tumultuous six-year marriage to Chris Christopherson, the love of my life and father of our three-year-old daughter, Casey, was nearing an acrimonious end. Two months earlier, I'd miscarried our second child, whom Chris and I had both hoped, unannounced to each other, would heal our relationship. I had been numb to the world ever since. But that afternoon, washing the dishes in the simple ranch house that I'd found for us in the hills above Malibu, where I had once thought Chris and I might live for the rest of our lives, I suddenly heard my voice float out of the kitchen radio. By then, I was used to hearing myself on the air. I'd sung on everything from Stephen Stills' Love the One You're With to Eric Clapton's After Midnight and Ray Charles' R&B classic Busted. I'd released four solo albums which tended toward rock-tinged pop and romantic ballads. Chris and I had won a Grammy in 1974 for our performance of Chris's From the Bottle to the Bottom and another in 1976 for Lover, Please. Our signature number on stage was Help Me Make It Through the Night, which when things between us were right, we sang as much to each other as to the audience. My albums had sold moderately well, and I was thrilled to have devoted fans, but I'd yet to break through as a solo artist. I'd just released my sixth album, Anytime, Anywhere. My producers, David Anderley and Booker T. Jones and I, had decided to record several covers of R&B hits, including Jackie Wilson's Your Love Keeps Lifting Me Higher and Higher, built around a really inventive arrangement by Booker that just floored me in my label, A&M, which released the song as the first single off the album. Higher has such an affirming vibe, and I was looking for hope wherever I could find it that afternoon in Malibu when the song came on the radio. I shut off the water, wiped my hands on my apron, and listened. Your love, I sang a cappella at a hymn's tempo, is lifting me higher than I've ever been lifted before. After a full stop, a bass drum thumped four times, a killer guitar riff kicked in, and my version of higher took off like one of the gulls kiting over Lost Flores Beach far below. Listening to myself sing about the redemptive power of love stirred my heart for the first time in months, and in that moment I had an epiphany. Not only would I survive this difficult time, but I would thrive. As I've heard so many times from other artists whose ships finally came in, it was also such a typical moment, the song that would become my anthem, which I close my shows with to this day, arrived while I was laid low by grief and literally washing the dishes. The next thing I knew, Hire had shot straight up the charts to number two. I had never had a song remotely that big. Anytime, anywhere hit number six and was certified platinum, selling more than a million copies. I'd never sought stardom or success at that level, but it had come anyway at the bleakest moment in my life. It also put me on equal footing professionally with Chris. We toured together behind Anytime, Anywhere, but it was different from past shows. 
he would be on stage for his portion of the show, and people would be yelling, Rita, between his songs, and I'd feel so bad about that. Despite our differences, Chris was proud of my success, even though it might have been tinged with envy. He was in great shape with his movie career. He'd co-starred with Barbara Streisand in A Star is Born the year before. But more than anything, he wanted to be recognized as a singer and songwriter. He had written classics like Me and Bobby McGee, Janis Joplin's biggest hit, and Sunday Morning Coming Down for Johnny Cash, and had co-founded with Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, and other renegade singer-songwriters the so-called outlaw movement that had shaken Nashville's traditional country music scene to its foundations. But as his movie career took off, Chris spent less and less time on his music, which frustrated him and fueled some of the heavy drinking and anger that inevitably was turned toward me. 